Good call. Were you, you watching me before the show? We were walking 500 miles to lunch earlier. Uh, oh, yeah? Took a trip to the local taco shop. But it's a nice little mile and a half trek through a kind of a creek trail, you know, running trail, bike trail thing. And uh, walking 500 miles. Man, thank you for that. I thoroughly enjoyed that. What is that? Who did I look this up here? What is this? I wouldn't have never guessed this. The Proclaimers. <laughs> yeah, Are you kidding me? I know. It Who? came up and I, could, I was like, man, uh, everybody knows that song, though. Nobody knows really who does it. They kind of, uh, if you take a look at their album cover for that song, they kind of remind me of the two fellas uh, from that blues group uh, over the last uh, 10 years or so. Uh, they do the gold on the ceiling. I feel like I played them recently. Oh, I don't know why it's escaping yeah, yeah. my they, mind the right Crows. now. The, bl- no, the Black no. Keys. The Black, Black Keys. Keys. Kind of similar looking fellas. Uh, very, very upbeat and fun song, dude. <laughs> It's crazy. Dude. Great call, man. All right. Yeah, you know it's not fun to be the Meg. Well, you're going to get it right. I never saw the Meg one. Uh, but the... Oh, you just jumped right into Meg too? Yeah, I, I did the how'd leap. You, how'd you follow the story? It was hard. <laughs> I had to do a quick uh, spark notes on the Meg, you know. And uh, does anyone do spark notes anymore? No. That's, that just made me old. Uh, so yeah, did the spark notes on the old Meg 1 so I could catch up and uh, have a little idea of what uh, was going on with Meg 2 The Trench <laughs> starring Jason Statham. Uh, tell me what you... What did you think of the movie, Mike? I, I was... <laughs> I can't believe So you... dumb. I couldn't follow it. I still don't get it. <laughs> like, I, like what, what? This is so stupid. Where... I still don't understand where the little dinosaurs came from. Yeah, they wanted to go like a Jurassic Park route with this. If I'm to understand the film, so there's an ecosystem of these gigantic creatures that exist under the ocean, essentially. So that's why you got to watch the first one. In the first one, they find out that the bottom of the Mariana Trench oh, yeah. is not the bottom. It's actually this gas layer. Right. Oh yeah. You got to go below that, mm-hmm. and once you get through that layer that no living thing can pass, you enter the real trench, and that's where all the prehistoric animals live. Right. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. I, to be honest, Ooh. I was able to make it through the film without really knowing much of what I was watching. Um, it is basically a Chinese movie. <laughs> How did they find the Chinese Heidi Gardner? They're all Chinese. Yeah, that little that girl. Is Chinese <laughs> Heidi Gardner. Good call. Dude, no, the, but they're all Chinese. It's all Chinese characters in Jason Statham. And there's even moments where they show, like, the, you know, what's happening or what island they're going to. But most of it's in Chinese. And the English is, like, you know, right there in the middle somewhere. I mean, this is basically a movie for Chinese audiences. That's <laughs> what it is. Yeah. It, 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 it's like, if you look at uh, who's starring, it's starring. Uh, Jason Statham, Wu Jing, Sophia Chai. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's pretty obvious who this movie is made for. And uh, you talking about Lee Bing Bing? Bing Bing. And so the problem is, is that most of these Hollywood mega blockbusters are designed for mm. Chinese audiences because there's more people there seeing movies. 
It makes sense. It's just more people. Yeah, more people and the Chinese yeah. are, they live under a very restrictive, you know, authoritarian type society where you basically live in these pods and then you go to, you know, you know what I'm saying? You go to the theater and then you do, you know. Oh, and the government tells you to go see it. So then <laughs> like, you're, you're... I don't think you have much else to do in China, especially yeah. in these major cities where you're on top of each other. So movie going and doing all these other weird indoor activities is very popular. Good call. Uh, it was a terrible movie. <laughs> We're going watchable or unwatchable on this one? Uh, unwatchable. Interesting you say that because it does rank at the 28 percentile over there on the tomato meter on Rotten Tomatoes. However, the audience score rocking in at a quite the average 73%. I am shocked and appalled. That's, that's just Jason Statham. Do you think he's just constantly rage reviewing his own movie over and over again? <laughs> no, there's just a bunch of dummies that will vote, you know. It was a pretty bad movie. The graphics were horrible, and uh, the, the the fucking the megalodon had a mouth that was like sixty feet big. It's like, it like a three story building. You know what I mean? And just... there's one boy. At one point, it goes to eat Jason Statham, and he just puts his foot up. You know what I mean? There's even like. It's Jason Statham, so they had to incorporate like these like fight scenes. So you know you've like, and he's like sixty <laughs> years old at this point. Do we not have young men that could like take over as the macho role? No. Have you seen Dune? The macho man, oh, young right. guy for Dune is Timothy Chalamet. That Timothy Chalamet is Gen Z's macho man. You're right. Uh, we're fucked. That's what I'm saying, dude. <laughs> I mean, if <laughs> Timothy Chalamet's chest grows further out about another inch, he's a chick. Like, full Dude, on. <laughs> seriously, like, fucking Jason Statham is 56. Vin Diesel, 56. Sylvester Stallone, 77. But who's... Like, man. Like, who do we have, though? Also, like, uh, Tatham, what's the guy's name? I can't even... <laughs> oh, Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum but Magic he's, Mike. He's kind of... I think he's gay, too. Like... We don't have, like, a, a just a macho guy in our generation, man. Jason Statham is, like, just gym rat, frat boy. Yes. Not, like, tough guy. Like, Jason Statham, you know what I mean? Sylvester Stallone. No, he's... Jason Statham, Richard... The reason I like him is because he's kind of dumb. Like, you can't write very sophisticated dialogue for Jason Statham, just like uh, Sylvester Stallone, you know what I mean? Like, I love yeah. these muscle-head, roided-out, macho dudes who... Are you know they're just there to kick some ass and they're gonna they're gonna really poorly go through these horrible one-liners, but they're gonna become classic one-liners because of how horribly they you know <laughs> said them, and that's why we're gonna love the movie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like remember when I said I was gonna kill you last? I lied. You know, like I, that's amazing, <laughs> dude. Dude, you gotta see the the lineup of this guy's movies. Meg, Meg 2, Expendables, Expendables 2, Expendables 3, Expendables, <laughs> Ex Expendables 4 coming out, Transporter, Transporter 2. <laughs> this guy, this guy is, he plays the same role, they genius. just change the name and then bust out three movies. Absolute genius, though. He's probably a multi-millionaire who lives a very luxurious he's in like, he's and fantastic life. like five of the Fast and Furiouses. Yes. Yeah. Mechanic, mechanic resurrection. If you tapped into <laughs> Fast and Furious, you're a genius. That's why, I, I, like, 
I think Ludacris might be secretly a genius. The guy was Ludacris, and then he's like, I'm going to act, but I'm only going to be in all the Fast and Furious movies. Like, that guy, he was spot on. It is nice. You know, you kind of know everybody. you got a guaranteed paycheck every year coming in at some yeah. point, and you know Vin Diesel likes to film in places where it's sunny, and, like, you know, you're going to have good a nice God. little... Nice little, like, trip. It's going to be a good time. and The only thing that could fuck it up is some asshole speeding off a cliff. Yeah, or when The Rock joined. Everybody hated The Rock for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> they all hated The Rock, but they loved everybody else. Everyone's welcome back. And they're like, Rock, yeah, actually, Rock, go do your own thing. Go do Hobbs and Shaw and hang from a helicopter, you weirdo. You can take off your shirt the whole movie. That's fine. He's just a little too much. I you think know. The Rock might just be too much for people. Like he he's got a lot of intense energy. I doubt the dude sleeps at all, right? Like he's just... I mean like Vin Diesel doesn't take himself that serious. That's why I kind of like Vin Diesel. Like he, he Yeah. You could tell he's like, "You know what? I'm going to do my own thing. I'm going to do the Fast and Furious and maybe the movie where I'm like a blind alien guy." Whatever. And I'm going to make 100 million dollars off of saying I am Groot. I know. But he hit the jackpot, he, right? That was he, the jackpot. I never see. I never get recommended a video on Twitter or anything where it's Vin Diesel telling me, "Hey, brother, it's four a.m. Are you out there working out?" You know, like, <laughs> no, you know, dude, I could barely get up at four a.m. Man, I, the Rock is insane. Uh, I do it every day. It's easy. Well, I'm saying I do too, but it, I can barely do it. That's what I'm saying. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not waking up at four a.m. filming myself on YouTube, but like, let's go, brother. You know, like. <laughs> Well, it's also easier when you have a maid and uh, the house is easy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If, living if you, in a mansion. The rock. Can... It would be a lot easier to get up at 4 a.m. if I wasn't on my grandma's couch. If I was in a king-size bed, waking up and jumping in my infinity pool. And you're you sleeping know? in suede or whatever it is, or silk sheets. And then, yeah, you go into your ice plunge bath for five seconds and then, you know, warm up in your infinity pool and then do your sauna. Right? <laughs> Oh yeah, and then you have your and then you have your private your private gym better than any gym on the planet right in your basement right like you're there you're literally there. The way they talk about like you got to take care of yourself, so I just go into my ice bath. This ice bath bath that cost me I don't know ten twenty thousand dollars, and then afterwards I like to go immediately into the sauna. (laughs) Okay, let me just bust down the walls in my basement. You know, install a fucking sauna next to an ice bath. Come on, man. Don't you want to take care of yourself? (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck, dude? (laughs) It's insane. You could do that, and then you go over to, uh, you know, your local clinic, and you get the Korean foreskin injections into your face, (laughs) right? You're right as rain. You're looking just like Sandra Bullock and The Rock and Ryan Reynolds. I can't stand Ryan Reynolds. I'm on your train now with the Ryan Reynolds. What? What's with this dude? He owns a soccer team. How many superheroes do you get to play? He's every superhero. He's in every franchise. He's married to Blake Lively. You know, all I hear from Emma is like, oh my God, that Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively, they're perfect. They're what? They're what? Go fuck yourself. I can't stand it. No, they're perfect. They're the perfect couple, Mike. They're the most perfect couple. Come on. Did you see them at the Taylor Swift game? Come on. They were there. (laughs) They were there with Swifty. Ryan Reynolds. Go get married to Ryan Reynolds, right? Wait till he takes. Wait till he starts shitting with the door open, right? I mean, come on, Ryan Reynolds. He seems a little close with that Hugh Jackman, and we all know Hugh Jackman's not the straightest of the gentlemen out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I think there's some secrets coming out about the Ryan Reynolds in the future. 
I, I don't know, man. Do you really want somebody that that like just cares that much about how they look? Know. <laughs> you know, I walked into the bathroom the other day to take a piss. All right, I, was at, I like this. I was, at the, the, <laughs> I was at the plumbing school, you know. Oh yeah. I walk in, and, and dude, these guys are literally like pushing each other out the way to look at the mirror. Wow. All right. They're all like, they're all like, they got that, you know, they all like dab their fingers in the water Ooh. and they're like fixing their hair. Nice. You know I, mean? I was laughing. As a bald man, it's really funny to watch. Oh, that's right. And uh, the best part was, dude, there's, there's nobody in the, there's one girl in the class. <laughs> oh, but they're all vying for the attention, right? So everybody's got to <laughs> spruce it up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so stupid. So stupid. Well, you know, we're, we all peacock. <laughs> Right, it's all. It's uh, no matter the animal, we're all gonna do it, you know. And so uh, that's how it works, man. She probably loves the attention. It must be great. Yeah, I wish I could find like the opposite. I've never been. I've always been in like a job where it's all men, and, like one woman. You gotta join I've, like, like a, a pottery group or like a painting class. Go yeah, to like a I yoga. Been a nurse. Do a yoga I thing a nurse. or a nurse. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, you could join or after. A teacher. You know, the the single fellas out there, get off the dating apps. If you're not 6'6", six, 10", six, or whatever the fucking requirements are now, uh, get off of there and uh, go join a pottery course after work once a week. You'll, it'll be you and 10 single women. You'll meet someone. I guarantee you'll meet somebody. All right? Dude, speak, speaking of tall hunks, have you seen goddamn Baron Trump? I talked about this years ago. Like it was during the presidency, he was like six ten. The kids. Uncle God brought it up. He's, he's six enormous. seven. He's enormous. I know. He's huge. That's how you know he's a Trump baby. That's- <laughs> oh, dude, this guy—he's gonna be fucking king one day. We were no, there is gonna be a King Trump in America. It's gonna be Baron. His name's Baron. Well, uh, I mean, <laughs> I could see the guy running for president someday down the line. It's in the blood lineage there, apparently, or not. I've been thinking a lot about Trump and Carter, how it seems vi- the times align very similarly, the the crashing of the economies and just the alignment of, of the way that the system kind of played each anomaly out of the presidency to get their own institutionalized guys in. Trump is he, he's in line with Carter, except Carter saw the writing on the wall and said, OK, you know what? You guys don't want me to run again. I, I get it. I'm not in the system. I'm gonna go do the Habitat for Humanity. I'm more thing. of I'm gonna, a farmer. I'm gonna anyways. I'm gonna do the peanuts and I'm gonna build the houses. All right, thanks guys. Just let me live. Let me live. Don't kill me like Kennedy, right? But like Trump, Trump's doing the wrong move. He's trying to run again. So we're seeing what happens when you don't do the Carter and bow out. Uh, you know, uh, Trump is trying to fight the system and they're destroying him. I think I can kind of. That's kind of where I'm. Uh, that's true. They didn't two. indict him until he started running again. It was yes, exactly. And I think you could look back on it now. You think about 2020, in the hindsight, that was all just a major play to end the populism movements around the world. For sure. It wasn't just America where you had populists, you know, you had Bolsonaro in uh, Argentina or whatever all it was. All over like, the world Brazil. they used COVID to decide which protests were okay and which ones were damning, were dangerous yes. to the population. All the, they were literally yes. shutting down opposition absolutely the nato countries in lockstep used covid19 as a means to squash the populism movements around the planet and get in just uh you know make certain their control and their grip on the methods and means to elect officials 
I think that's really what happened. For sure. Yeah, I, somebody, <clears throat> somebody I work with brought up uh, the other day. They're like, uh, "Yo, it's October. What happened to the, the Bricks Nation money?" I don't hear anything about it, and I go, "Yeah, did you hear about all the coups that just happened to take place?" <laughs> I, you're not kidding. Seventeen coups, or there was over the last two <laughs> years in Africa. Like almost every country in Africa has had a coup d'état. And, but just right, like literally the week before the money's coming out, there was like four coups that just took place in Africa, and just every country just was destabilized instantaneously. That's the power of the CIA. That's the power of the United States government. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not kidding. I This is what happened to Libya. Gaddafi came out, was about to unite Africa behind the gold standard, and we staged a coup there. We brag about it, folks. I'm not being a conspiracy nut job here. It, you can go look it up. Hillary Clinton, everybody, they, it's a point of pride for the United States government that we were able to successfully overthrow the government and we destroyed that country. And then do you know what happened? Well, their infrastructure uh, completely disintegrated, and they had that flood that wiped out tens of thousands of people that we conveniently <laughs> forgot about that happened like two weeks ago. Goldfish. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, but you could really actually, in a direct line, blame the United States for that flooding that wiped out a massive amount of people. It's the truth. Yeah, but I mean, did you see Taylor Swift? She was wearing red. <laughs> like she, she, had, so good in red. she had the lipstick and the red shirt. It was like around her shoulders, but or around her 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 uh, her elbows, but not the shoulders. Right, the shoulders were showing. It was risque, but she was Ooh, cheering great. on Travis, man. And you know, Travis. We all love Travis because he got the <laughs> boosters. Boost, right? We love Travis. Oh, I love him because Faisal told me to. He's a booster boy. <laughs> Speaking of uh, our government doing incredibly destabilizing and atrocious uh, activities uh, during the last couple decades, one of the people behind a lot of it was, believe it or not, Hillary Clinton. That's right. And she's back in the news, folks. I love when Hillary's on the scene. And uh, she was on CNN. And there were some elements I maybe think you probably saw floating around <laughs> where she was talking about, like, the MAGA extremists. Right, that was like a, everybody was really in the hoopla. Well, I took a, a little bit of that that everybody's probably heard, and then I actually extended and grabbed a, the second half of that statement that she goes on to uh, uh, describe basically uh, what we have to do when it comes to the deprogramming, and just I, I'm in love with Hillary Clinton's description of uh, well, Donald Trump. And sadly, so many of those extremists, those mega extremists, um, take their marching orders from Donald Trump, who has no credibility left by any measure. He's only in it for himself. He's now defending himself in civil actions and criminal actions. And when do they break with him? You know, because at some point, you know, maybe there needs to be a formal deprogramming of the cult members, but something needs to happen. And how do you do that? Because you said you have to defeat them. I could literally say the exact statement for people who follow mask wearing and taking their booster regimen. Yeah, absolutely. 
beaten by defeating <laughs> yeah. their leader. Their leader right. is Donald Trump. It's the classic tale of uh, an authoritarian uh, populist uh, who really has a grip on the emotional, psychological uh, needs and desires of a portion of the uh, population. She's about to describe Republican voters. I want everybody to really pay attention to how Hillary Clinton and the Democrats view Republican voters. And the base of the Republican Party, for whatever combination of reasons, and it is emotional and psychological, um, sees in him someone who speaks for them. And they are determined that they will continue to vote for him, attend his rallies, wear his merchandise, because for whatever reason, he and his you know, very negative, uh, nasty form of politics resonates with them. Maybe they don't like migrants. Maybe they don't like gay people or black people or the woman who <laughs> oh, got the promotion God. at work they didn't get. Whatever. Wait, wait. No, wait. She goes, she gets really fucking descriptive. You ready for this? We got the migrants, right? We're racist. We know. Okay, so here we go. The form of politics resonates with them. Maybe they don't like migrants. Maybe they don't like gay people or black people or the woman who got the promotion at work they didn't get. Whatever <laughs> the reason. You know, Make America Great Again was a bid uh, for nostalgia to return to a place where, you know, people could be in charge of their lives, feel empowered, say what they want, insult whoever came in their way. And that was really attractive to um, a significant portion of the Republican base. The base. Uh, so it is like a I love how they and keep saying the base. And they're like, oh, we don't mean all Republicans. Well, the base you reference, that means 60%. You're talking about like 60%, right? Dude, she keeps saying it's like the whole Republican base. It's the base of the Republican Party. The entirety party. of the Republican Party is a bunch of dudes who hate migrants and black people and women who got the raise instead of them. <laughs> You're being very fucking specific about, like, I, think, I think you're talking about one person. party we get it you hate white men you fucking hate white men okay we understand oh, you know oh, 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 she never mentioned white men <laughs> just people who hate blacks and women <laughs> and gays <laughs> and migrants <laughs> and migrants <laughs> you hate straight white men i get it <laughs> and, and again this isn't all the republicans just the base just the whole base a significant she says a significant portion of the base <laughs> what the republicans depend on is racist bigots <laughs> oh I love man it. i fucking I love, love it. it dude this is the message though the message is heard loud and clear it's why we're debating you know what a significant part of america right now is thinking do i want to vote for trump or rfk that's what we're all thinking about right now. Not, we're not even thinking about you assholes on the left. You guys hate us. You, If you're a white man, why would you vote for the left? The party hates you. The Democrats oh, If I could steal a line from uh, Joe Biden here, 
if you vote for Biden, you ain't white. Yeah. <laughs> the Democrats hate you if you're a white straight man. They do not want your vote. Your vote is not welcome. They're saying it loud and clear. Loud and clear. Though that they hate you, they want to destroy you. They want you in out. Your way of life. They don't want you to raise your kids as a white man. They don't want you. To, you know what I mean? Yes. That's, no. They they, they they want the end of white man and masculinity and all of it. Anything relating to it, it's done. It's out the door, man. That is so crazy to hear. And and then Hillary Clinton. I was talking about this with Emma. Right, a, a a woman, right, who, who who works hard and probably should love somebody like Hillary Clinton, right? And we were discussing Hillary, and I was telling her like I got this clip of Hillary. I'm like, man, she is number one a sore loser, and number two yeah. can't wake up to the reality that America doesn't like you, Hillary Clinton, because you're kind of a mean human, and we could see right through your veil. You're not nice. You're a despicable human being. Also, and I could speak for almost all of Americans, I don't know 53 people who mysteriously uh, suicided themselves twice with a shotgun <laughs> to the face. It's just something I don't know about. It doesn't, I'm not related to 53 suicides. It's crazy. You know? I, mean, <laughs> so, like, I, know I, I know I brought it up before, but you and your husband are responsible for the crack epidemic in the black communities. Yes. Then you became president. And ran on super predators and locking up black people who were facing the drug problem you created. And then now you're the hero of the black population and we're the enemy? Absolutely. What a lot of people don't understand is the reason Bill Clinton, seemingly out of nowhere, a somewhat unknown governor from Arkansas, right, was just thrust into the limelight to become president. He was working in cahoots with the CIA as governor of Arkansas to facilitate the uh, transportation and arrival of cocaine in from South America, which was then used by the CIA to flood the market in America uh, with crack cocaine, and de you know, mess up the streets, man. It's crazy. And you're acting, <coughs> I don't know. And he was rewarded oh, with his presidency, folks. With the presidency. That's what happens. And, it, and then his wife got to be Secretary of State. Just like George Bush, Herbert Walker Bush was rewarded with his little four-year stint as presidency after he ran the CIA for decades. How many former heads of CIA have been president? That's, hmm. That should have been a freaking weird-ass moment for Americans. Like, hmm... The former head of CIA, yeah, let's have this intelligence agency officer run the country. That was a weird moment in time. Yeah, that one. That one's really... Well, George Bush, the only guy. George Herbert Walker Bush, the only American in America who doesn't recall where he was the day Kennedy was assassinated. <laughs> He's literally <laughs> he the only human it. being who doesn't remember where he was. That should Did be troubling. Did you ever see that thing, the uh, the three things you'll never hear because they're going to come out in your... Like, the three things you'll never see in your lifetime? Uh, I'm ready for this one. Give, drop the uh, the three, please. I'm about to play the clip. 
Oh, you got a clip? Speaking yeah. of almost dying, yeah. did you know that there's three things that will be revealed after our deaths that exist now? What do you mean? What? There is a letter from Queen Elizabeth written to the mayor of Sydney, and she says, please don't open this letter until 2085. It's being held in a like secret vault in Sydney, Australia. What could be that important? Don't know. The sign Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth. That's wow. insane. Is it going to be like something big? But then there's a movie called 100 Years, the movie you'll never see, Ew. starring John Malkovich, and it's to be released in theaters or to the public in 2115. Really? What if they know exactly what happens to us? What if John Malkovich is a time traveler? Weird. And then the last thing, which was super weird, Jackie Kennedy's bloody pink suit. It's been held in a vault secret. Like, no one's allowed to see it. And they said they will release it to the public October 26, 2103. Why? Why? Don't know. Alien blood. Dude, it's not his blood. You think it's not his blood? <clears throat> it's not his blood. That's why they won't release it. Because it wasn't him that was killed. It wasn't him that was killed. Do you know you're tapping into QAnon territory here? The, the, yeah. the Q folk believe, and I don't understand much, if at all, any of the, uh, the Q lore, but uh, I am familiar with the fact that there are remnants of uh, something along the lines of JFK Jr. still alive and even JFK himself still alive and behind all this stuff, maybe even Q himself. Well, they would all be dead just from old age now. Really? But. JFK Jr. dead? I mean, uh, would he? I'm, you know, how old would he be at this point? Yeah, I guess he, or I mean, JFK, yeah, probably, right. But Jr., definitely alive, right? <clears throat> Maybe. But he would be if he, I, I personally think the Clintons took out JFK Jr. When did he die? 2001, 1999, uh, that region, and it was right, he was running, or about to run, if I know my history correctly about this, <clears throat> JFK Jr. running a prominent or well-known magazine in New York at the time, uh, dabbling into politics, and I believe rumor was, or he had just announced that he was about to do a run for Senate in New York, all of a sudden, mysteriously, shockingly, dies in the plane crash, and then Hillary Clinton ran for Senate. Mm. If I'm not mistaken on the timeline. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it was July 16th, uh, 1999. And sadly... And, so then, and then I think uh, Hillary uh, jumped in and, uh, you know. So what about that John Malkovich movie, though? Yeah, man. Did you know about that? I did not. No. John Mil Malkovich is a weird guy. That's a weird clip. I've never heard of any of those things. I, I'm interested by the letter from the Queen, who I've always believed Whoa. the Queen, without a doubt, a reptilian of some sort. Uh, definitely, you know, has to have a relation to the alien Anunnaki or whatever is the uh, overlord race that is ruling us currently. <laughs> why Sydney, the mayor of Sydney? Like, that's why. And then 100 years? Wow, that's so crazy. Did you see off of New Zealand, uh, they pronounced or announced a new continent? Oh, yeah, that finally revealed itself again. Yeah, so uh, also, poo-poo on you, climate change <laughs> sensationalist. <laughs> Where is this ocean rise happening? We're literally discovering new continents. They're rising out of the ocean. <laughs> Are you kidding me, man?
<laughs> so, so, so new the beachfront hasn't been bought by the Obamas yet. No, it's the Rock. Well, the Rockefellers own it actually. Uh, yeah. but, <laughs> Oprah's but fighting for it. Don't worry. Yeah, Obama will be killing his next chef on that uh, beach paddleboarding in no time. <laughs> I guarantee it. <laughs> this is the accountant. Yeah, man. We have a new continent, allegedly or apparently. They've declared it right. That's um. Uh, it's New Zealand land or New Zealandia or something like that. And it's a uh, New Zealand is no longer like this tiny Island community or whatever. It's like part, it's on like a massive like continent that's like exposing yeah. itself and being, you know, it's coming out because new Ca- Caledonia, new Caledonia. That's pretty exotic sounding. Yeah. You know, it's just going to be so expensive to vacation there. That's <laughs> <laughs> None of us below the one percentile will be able to. Uh, oh, they're, afford they're it. saying because it's at the uh, it's at one of those places where the two plates are colliding and it's pushing up the land. Yeah. So again, man, this man-made climate change stuff not making sense. By the day, by the decade. No, the world is doing things we have, we have no control over. It, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yes. You got plates moving. You got fucking. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, we can't control any of it. Uh, but that's I, I love the idea that we have this new continent, and then we have to still sell that these uh, <clears throat> oceans are rising. But in the meantime, Obama and Oprah buying out huge swaths of coastland in Maui and Florida and California. Like, how do you sell one idea? John Kerry flying around in your wife's uh, private jets. How do you sell one idea and then live another way? It's called oh, being a great. hypocrite. That's great. And how do you go around denying it? And how do you go around continuing getting the votes? It's absolutely Well, because crazy. the Democrats are so stupid. You know what they learned during the Trump, like during with this whole Biden? I mean, look at Chicago with the mayor, Brandon Johnson, we have now. He's a bumbling idiot. That's right. It's so crazy. Uh, they literally, they learned that these people, as long as you make that guy seem like the bad guy, they'll vote against him. They don't care who they're voting for, as long as they're voting against evil. Yeah, you know? man. No, totally. And uh, I'm a huge fan of the kind of, not consequences, but, you know, you go all in on the wokeism, you go all in on the leftism, you go all in on the science, right? Uh, that seems to be the one side. Uh, we seem to get shocked almost that like there's something wrong with it or there's a flaw in the system. And, uh, you know, we, we live in a world now, right? Where you have one group kind of going more towards faith and another, uh, in, in like the the God, let's say, and then the other side, right. Are, are they have the faith in science? You know what I'm saying? The AI truthers, the people who believe that we're, you know, we're going to, you know, connect with the machine you know what i'm saying and become uh one with it and so i'm i love anything with the ai stuff i really do and i especially love anything with the ai when it just completely contradicts with the wokeism of the modern era and 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 what we've been just having to deal with over the last few years and we've covered we've dabbled in this a little bit but this is a a full-on expose if you will um, the uh, consequences of relying too much on science and putting too much faith in artificial uh, artificial intelligence. 
New questions about facial recognition technology being used in law enforcement and how reliable it is when it comes to identifying people of color. ABC's M. Wynn has more on a new lawsuit. I got a good one, folks. This is a good one, I promise you. <laughs> this morning, law enforcement use of AI-powered facial recognition technology now under the microscope. This body camera footage from DeKalb County Police shows officers arresting a confused Randall Reed on the side of a Georgia highway after he alleges facial recognition software had misidentified him as a theft suspect in Louisiana. He says he's never been to that state. And they told me that I had a warrant out of jail. Jefferson Parish. I asked, where's Jefferson Parish? Because I had never heard of that county. Reed spent the next six days behind bars. The 28-year-old now suing the officers from the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office, who he says erroneously identified him. The ACLU says Reed is among at least five black plaintiffs who have filed lawsuits against law enforcement in recent years, saying they were misidentified by the technology. Disturb the AI, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for you to say it. <laughs> the AI is kind of saying something here. I'm not going to say it out loud. I think we can all connect the dots here. Do you know what I'm saying? Come on, man. This is fucking hey, funny. I'm not saying that the AI is. You know what I mean? But damn. The, we're not going to say it out loud, but the AI is saying something. <laughs> About some people being a little hard to differentiate from other people. <laughs> it makes more mistakes when trying to identify darker skinned people. The first lawsuit of its kind came from a 2020 incident seen in this footage. I was I know, something about yeah. the blacks, the chinks. Yeah, I don't know. Just can't get it right. They all look the same. We'll let this, we'll let this poor young fellow describe it for us. Trying to identify darker skinned people. The first lawsuit of its kind came from a 2020 incident seen in We're this talking footage showing Detroit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, what if I get like an extra crisp tan that day? Am I gonna get busted <laughs> by this? Hey, hi, what's Did going? you what see Frank after Florida? Jesus Christ! <laughs> Police mistakenly identifying. You better see if you have a warrant. Year-old Robert Williams as a shoplifting suspect, allegedly because of an error using the department's facial recognition software. I'm, I'm being arrested in my driveway in front of my wife and kids. And, <laughs> oh and wait a minute, this is serious. Is that a white guy? Are those happen to white people too? No, it's, it's only black dudes. Oh. <laughs> Detroit police telling ABC News they use all available resources. <laughs> and all the programmers are Asian. That's what makes <laughs> us really awkward. I think I think we see what's happening here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and solve crimes, but that the department has recently adopted new policy to prohibit the use of facial recognition photos in lineups. M1, ABC News. Yeah, man. Oh, one of my favorite clips of the year. I'm not going to So they all look the same. Yeah. They're all looking the same. <laughs> to the <AI. laughs> I wrote this program. It's going to take a thousand different points on the face to compare them. And uh, <laughs> turns out we can't decipher this group. <laughs> the dude who comes on is like, well, it's really struggling with dark skinned people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we can tell. <laughs> you, it seems this whole news segment is about like one group of people, dude. <laughs> Come on, man. 
on you guys, dude. Uh, you, you, uh, here's the problem, right? You defunded the police. Yeah, no more cops. So now we've got to depend on the uh, cameras and the AI. We're using technology now. And oh, and it's more racist it's than the more cops. Racist than the fucking. <laughs> Wait till you give them guns. Jesus That's Christ. What I'm It's just funny to me, you know, sometimes, folks, uh, you know, I've been talking about it a lot lately. I'm going analog these days, still on the analog train, uh, you know, when it comes to my running and trying to just get off the cell phone and all that stuff. And uh, maybe just in life in general, you know, just from a philosophical perspective, maybe we can start to go analog a little bit. Let's get some. <laughs> how about we get some cops? Walking the beat, get, getting to know the neighborhood. Maybe instead of having a robot analyze a dude's face and confusing it with another guy, you have the cop walking the beat for 10 years and he knows everyone who lives on the block. And he knows the troublemakers and the good people. And he knows the, na- you know what I'm saying? He, he's just, he knows the community. And maybe he lives there. Like, it used to be that way. We went so far the other, you know, direction. Let's try to go back that way. Let's get analog with it, man. Let's get faces and boots on the ground, people who know each other. No more robots and analytics and facial recognition. Uh, This doesn't work. It just doesn't work. And you know what? The more we lean on that, the more we enter the Terminator world, where these robots are just killing us indiscriminately, and believe it or not, it's also racist. No black Terminator. <laughs> There's just no black Terminator. It never existed. We've never had a black Terminator. See what I'm saying? It's all racism. Terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> how could how a little black kid grow up not seeing himself in the Terminator? Yeah. Right? <laughs> well, you know what? Oh, yeah. Just a black guy with a machine gun, unstoppable, mowing down <laughs> white people left and right. Oh, you know what? Second thought, good call. Do not do the Black Terminator. <laughs> we don't want them to know how powerful they are. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, uh, speaking of white people in power, uh, I uh, think I had on the docket, but we did we ever get to the Trump on the Forbes 400? <laughs> no. No, we didn't. This is so stupid. This is so dumb. Thank you. All right. Well, uh. Uh, this is this is no different than we impeached him twice, just so now we can always call him the twice impeached mm, president. Exactly. Yeah. And, and then uh, now <laughs> we fucking now we took him into so many court cases that now he has no money, so we get to laugh about how he has no money. We're gonna laugh about how he has no money, but I I have a twofer, and I'm glad we didn't uh, split them. Uh, we can uh, come together. I think we got time, but I got Trump's on Trump on the Forbes, and then uh, I'd love to uh, breeze through the uh, Sam Bankman Freed. Which we didn't get to on Thursday. I don't <laughs> nobody, we, so much shit happens that we we couldn't even talk about the dude who laundered billions of dollars through Ukraine into the DNC for twenty twenty. Can't talk about it. Yeah, right? that's why we don't want to talk about it. Exactly. People don't want to realize that they funneled money through Nazis to get elected. These are the people they voted for. 
Good call. Way to rephrase it. I'm sorry. We funneled billions of dollars uh, through a fake company in the Bahamas into Ukraine for a bunch of Nazis, and then it went right into the DNC. At that time, they were calling themselves Nazis. They didn't do the rebrand yet. It wasn't just a rebrand. It was just our media started blurring out or digitally erasing anything that (laughs) showed Nazi symbolism on their tanks and uniforms. That's literally what happened. What's crazy is I have a neighbor somewhere down the street. I noticed they have one of those newer uh, Ukraine flags that has this uh, very popular symbol that's been floating around. And it's uh, not only a Nazi symbol, but it is also a symbol for Moloch. So it, it literally represents <clears throat> devil worship and Nazi Nazism. Uh, congratulations, folks! Enjoy your Twitter bios. Uh, that's who you support. But uh, let, you I, was, know, I was literally in a classroom the other day. The teacher had two different kinds of gay flags and two different kinds of Ukrainian flags. Oh God! Like a regular Ukraine flag, and then the one with that symbol. I'm assuming is a Nazi. No, symbol. it's a Nazi symbol. It is. It's everywhere and, right now. Yes. And uh, no American flag. There was not one American. Wow. Flag. And I was just so wow. Appalled. Wow. So appalled. And this is the person that's educating the future American. Like we're in trouble, man. We are. What I kind of bullshit is this lady feeding these kids? Couldn't agree I can't more. Even imagine. I'll skip can't the even Trump imagine. actually. I want to do the SBF. I love the same Sam Bankman Fried thing. Uh so if you want to know about Trump, turn on any channel. You're right. <laughs> But if you haven't heard about Sam Bankman-Fried, it's one of the most interesting money laundering schemes of the modern era. This dude literally funneled billions through Ukraine into the DNC. Speaking of TV, they did the Golden Bachelor because they figured out only old people. I told you they they figured out their demographic, man. Their demographic. Nona brought it up. Yeah, man. Her and uh, our Aunt Maria. We're talking about it. This is awesome. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. So they, they hit the demo, man. These For two sure. old ladies. Yeah. One's 90, one's 82. Perfect. Uh, they watched it. They're appalled. Appalled. Can't believe these old ladies would even dream of going on this show. <laughs> also, if you're an and, older woman, you want to be an older woman with money who like gets the Beach Boy you know what I'm saying? Like they like. Oh, that's what they were talking about. The blonde, like the one young was, hunk, man. She was like they were talking. They were laughing because the one lady was 73 years old and she's on this fucking show. The guy's 71, and they were like laughing at how this guy does not want a 73 year old. No, man, he wants the 23 year old. They did it all wrong with this thing. Yeah, absolutely. They should have gone with the young. You're right, and then they should have had some young hot guy. Some young hot guys compete for a rich old lady. Yes, that is more. Well, you should call it the the mill florette, or the you know, <laughs> right? The cougar, the cougarette, you know, and, and you bring in the the hot old woman, and she's there to get a hunk, and she's a billionaire, right, or an heiress to a, you know whatever, and you know she's just got. She wants her boy oh, toy. Start with Bill Clinton's wife or uh, Bill Gates's wife. Uh, no, I, there's something weird about Melinda <laughs> Gates, dude. She's a man, baby. No, I'm starting to think it's just Bill and drag. I don't know how he's been I'm doing it. I'm telling you, man. Melinda Gates. He is Bill and Melinda. No, Melinda Gates is uh, Kevin Klein, the actor. I'm telling you right now. Yes. It's so obvious, though. They look identical. It's Kevin Klein in a wig. They're not even trying. 
They just put on a little <laughs> lipstick and a wig. It's Kevin Klein, man. I'm telling you right now, dude. <laughs> they, don't look, they don't look that much they alike. The same nose, same earlobes, everything. The dimensions are there, dude. AI <laughs> hey, couldn't tell them apart. I'll tell you that. I'm telling Those you right now. I just think Bill. I think Bill Gates has the kind of money to like pay Kevin Klein. What's the last movie the guy's been in? Wild Wild West with Will Smith, like 20 years ago. Like, dude hasn't done anything in forever. So yeah, he needs some money. He needs a gig. The actors are on strike, right? Maybe that's why we haven't seen Melinda Gates in a while they're on strike so kevin klein can't play the role (laughs) (laughs) you think he was just that big of a fan of wild wild west bill gates no i just think he needed an out-of-work actor and he's like these people got to believe i'm married like uh they wouldn't believe a actual human woman would want to be engaged or married to a lizard human like myself i was thinking he fell in love during that scene where he was playing the redhead Oh, good call. He (laughs) saw Kevin Klein in drag, and he goes, that's my future wife. Now, he definitely, now, she definitely looks like, kind of, you know, more like him when he's in drag. I will give you that. Wow, I like the idea. I didn't even know. I forgot he does the woman in drag bit in Uh, Wild Wild Remember when he plays the tits, like bongos? And it turns out to be the real woman. Such a good scene. You know what's crazy is you really couldn't even do that right now in modern Hollywood because you'd be offending so many people with Kevin Klein playing the chick. Oh, and, ten, and you'd have to wait three years, then that lady would come out with a sexual assault case. <laughs> the director, Will Smith, everybody. I said they could do it, but I thought about it later, and it really made me feel bad. Did they get an actual chick to do it, or was it... Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. He he bats on the actual chick's Thinking tits. it's him Thinking the second time. Kevin. <laughs> that's a funny scene that's good stuff he's like nah I was just playing the bongos you know telling her hey how you doing <laughs> <laughs> yeah he makes like an African tribe joke if I'm not mistaken yeah. <laughs> he gets a little gets a little racist with it <laughs> a little racist not as much as the AI <laughs> yeah nothing comes close to the AI racism <laughs> never yeah, so I'm telling All right, you let's do, this, uh, uh, let's do the same thing do we have gotta... time do we have time alright we'll do a little bit of it well, let me see if I find it here. All right, here we go. A year ago, Sam Bankman-Fried was running a multi-billion dollar cryptocurrency empire. Today, he sat in a Manhattan courtroom as opening statements began in his criminal fraud trial. The once floppy-haired billionaire, known for wearing cargo shorts and tube socks, in a gray suit and t- Really? Because I know him for laundering billions of yeah. dollars through Ukraine into the DNC right before the election. That's crazy. You know him for the flip-flops? I know him for the laundering of billions of dollars into the DNC through Ukraine during one of the filthiest, most illegal-feeling elections I've ever seen. Funny. That's funny. Yeah, well, while being uh, in an or- some drugged-out orgy in the Bahamas <laughs> like, with literally, friends, Yes, dude. While they're After running billions two- of dollars... And every and everybody, every politician at higher ups calling him a genius. Not only that, somehow you were able to convince Tom Brady and all these other celebrities to do commercials during the Super Bowl for your phony Bitcoin uh, company. There's a yeah, lot those, of those weird are, dude, shit involved Tom, here, man. Tom Brady, all those—they're whores. You can't blame them. They do anything for money. Oh, I'm not blaming them. I'm saying it's interesting. You had the backing to get or the connections. To get those people, right? It just seems like this FTX company was designed by the government from the get-go in order to launder the money. And they said, don't worry, no one will catch on. We're going to get Tom Brady to represent it. <laughs> See what I'm saying? 
It's very easy when you own the celebrities. And when I mean celebrities and Tom Brady, Tom Brady, folks, he's an actor. He played a really good role where he was America's hero on the Patriots, and he won seven Super Bowls. Improbable Dude. run and an improbable career. The guy, is, he's a Hall of Famer, right? But it's, it's bullshit. They need to put an asterisk next to all his records. I've been watching these fucking games, dude. You cannot even touch the fucking quarterback. It's at the, <laughs> it's at, it's at the point where the guys are slowing down five yards away from the quarterback because they know he's just going to throw it. And literally, the second that ball leaves his hand, you can't touch him. If you're midair, God himself needs to come down and stop you. They, because... cre- they created a rule called the Tuck Rule. It's the Tom Brady Rule. They created it so Tom Brady could win more championships. That's what happened, people. <laughs> He's an actor. And when did we move the touchback to the 25? Dude, that's not a game. The game you and I grew up playing and admiring and watching and, and all that stuff, it's not happening anymore, man. It's, um... Did you see that they moved it to the 25-yard line? I, 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 I'll be honest. I haven't watched an actual football game in three years. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Dude, I couldn't believe it. 20, now we have quarterbacks that can't get touched, so they're launching 40-yard bombs with 100% accuracy. You know, and you're starting to get the 25 out of touchback. I hosted a a Super Bowl party a couple years ago. I watched Rihanna for five minutes, and that was it. That was the whole game. (laughs) (laughs) We we call those the before Taylor seasons. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) We got the BT and the AT. I'm telling you, man, like, I I haven't seen a football game in forever. I've gone to events where, like, we're going to watch football. I, not a nary a play was seen or witnessed by anyone in the party <laughs> or any you know social like you can't socialize and watch football it's impossible you'll miss all the action there is eight seconds of action and 45 minutes of commercials that's football yeah good call and then if you're watching the chiefs it's 45 minutes of taylor swift 45 minutes <laughs> of commercials they don't even show the game anymore the game is gone <laughs> And what's with the dude? They took. They're not wearing any pads on their bodies, but these helmets. What is going on with these helmets? <laughs> they're, they're so secure. There's like bumps and everything. They're, it's insane. That's it, insane. It is insane. And actually, uh, you know, I'm skipping this one. We're done with Sam Bagman Free. We're almost uh, here oh, at the sorry, end. Sorry, he's boring. And, I but I actually, uh, in my uh, adventures searching the Budweiser commercial, uh, I came across something that I hadn't thought about in a long time, and I, I thought maybe you would like this a little bit. Uh, this is a little John Madden, <clears throat> and uh, he was uh, a big-time uh, marketer back in the day. We all remember Madden football on Sega Genesis and all that stuff, oh, yeah. right, back you know, back in the old-school times. Well, uh, as I was searching the Budweiser Frogs and, you know, old football commercials and stuff, I came across something I haven't thought of a long time, and I was thinking about how we don't market things for men anymore and here is a prime example. Here's John Madden telling you to buy some tough actin' tenactin'. No, I knew it was going to be tough. Man. Hey, hang around locker rooms like these guys, and you're bound to run into athletes' foot. And it could get tough. See, you get that itching and cracking stuff. And look, boom, even burn it. Now that's a really tough case. They're showing the feet with these, like, fake flames <laughs> And that's when you want a medicine that acts tough. Boom! Tough actin tenactin. Tenactin cures even tough cases of athlete's foot fungus. It's clinically Ooh. proven. No wonder it's the antifungal most recommended by pharmacists. Hey, you got a tough case of athlete's foot? Get this. Boom! Tough actin tenactin. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Boom! Tough actin tenactin. Dude, 
This is such a man commercial. They, oh, it's John Madden in a locker room with a bunch of men like showering, and then they show like men's gross feet, and it's just John Madden be like, boom, tough act. You got fungus. You got fungus on your toes, dude. We we do not see commercials like this. You've been walking around in a locker room barefoot. Boom, tough act. Now you know what it would be today. Is, is your is your toenail fungus getting away with your nail polish? Bam, get tough act into Nickin. <laughs> but like think of the ad, like tough actin to actin like you gotta have the word tough in there it's for men you know you're talking <laughs> i was thinking about like do, do we do men have an issue with foot fungus these days like is that a problem now like uh men aren't doing manly things anymore so we don't even have commercials geared towards like uh alien or fixing your male <laughs> ailments you know what i'm saying like uh, now we just gotta do it in quiet and silent I guess so. Yeah. Uh, really... The problem is nobody, nobody cares anymore. <laughs> Tough acting to acting, dude. We live in a culture a now where commercial. everyone's a coder. Not everyone's on their feet working hard, so people don't have the feet issues. So you don't I need. I was just thinking that, yeah, like we talk about foot fungus, plumbers. We get it really bad because you're standing in dirty water. Exactly. Well, that was my whole point yeah. with it was this is such a man commercial geared towards men, and they're airing it during football because they know men are watching. <laughs> Dudes who probably are getting their feet dirty, working hard Monday through Friday, and they got some time on Sunday to drink some beers, kick back, and watch the Bears. And, you know, oh, what is that, Tenactin? Yeah, I should get some of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, geared call. towards your audience. Not Dylan Mulvaney. <laughs> Dude wearing a dress? Come on, man. Get out of here. <laughs> Frank, she's had, a, she's had a very hard 500 days of girlhood. <laughs>